0: are live here at Petco Park. The final score in this series opener between the Chicago Cubs and the San Diego Padres. The Cubs 2 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final totals here tonight in game 1 of this 4-game series. The Cubs 2 runs, 4 hits, and 1 error. And the Padres 1 run, 4 hits, and no errors. Padres get that only run in the 6th inning on an infield RBI single from Xander Bogarts, aside from that, the Cubs getting a run in the third on a fielder's choice and then getting a home run by Dansby Swanson in the fifth inning to go on to win it two to one Padres could only muster up four hits in this game Jamison Tyon who came in with an eight plus ERA on the season well he was very good in this game maybe his best start of the year five and two-thirds innings one earned run given up and the Cubs win it over the Padres by a final score of two to one as the Padres dropped to 26 and 31 Cubs improved to 25 and 31 on the year a lot to break down in this game we'll have the radio highlights our recap when we come back we'll also go down to The clubhouse here at Petco Park. Here from Padres manager Bob Melvin, and much, much more to come as we break this one down. The Padres fall in game one of this four game series against the Chicago Cubs. Again, the final score Cubs two, Padres one. We wrap it all up with our post game show when we return on the Padres radio network.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score against the Chicago Cubs here tonight. The Cubs 2 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Again, the final totals in this game for the Cubs. Two runs, four hits and one error. And for the Padres, one run four hits and no errors. A lot to break down from this game. A lot to recap. We will go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that we'll also give out our nightly awards out of town scoreboard all that good stuff coming up from petco park as the cubs take the opener of this four game series against the padres a lot to talk about not a whole lot of offense to tell you about from the padres but let's break it all down with our game highlights
1: Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. Our starting
0: pitching matchup in this game, Michael Waka against Jamison Tyon. Waka was not super sharp to begin the game. He worked around a leadoff walk in the first inning and did the same in the second. In the top of the third, Nico Horner reached on a one out infield single. Dansby Swanson then singled, sending Horner to third base. Ian Hapton hit a ground ball to second base. Padres couldn't turn two in time. Horner scored. The Cubs had a one to nothing lead. Meanwhile, Jamison Tyon was cruising 10 up, 10 down to begin. In his night, he allowed a one-out infield single to Fernando Tatis Jr. in the bottom half of the fourth inning, but that was it. We went to the fifth inning. Cubs still leading one to nothing. Dansby Swanson stepped in with one out. One-one pitch hit in the air to deep left field, and that is a line drive home run, just over the fence for Dansby Swanson. Sixth home run of the year, second against the Padres, and the Cubs have doubled their lead. It's two nothing here in the fifth. Waka would come out later in the fifth inning. He went just four and two-thirds innings and tossed 102 pitches, five walks, eight strikeouts, and two earned runs allowed. Tyon though, kept on rolling. A one, two, three, fifth inning. Fast forward to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Rugnet Odor led off with a double. He went to third base on a ground out from Trent Grisham. Xander Bogarts was next. Here's the 0-2 pitch. And Bogarts reaches for it, slow tapper to third base. That will get the job done. It rolls beyond the bag. An infield single and an RBI for Xander Bogarts. Padres are on the board. It's two to one here in the sixth. Fernando Tatis Jr. then popped out. That was it for Tyon. Brandon Hughes replaced him. Hughes walked Juan Soto to put runners on first and second, but then got a fielder's choice for Manny Machado to end the inning. After Tom Cosgrove pitched two scoreless innings out of the Padres' bullpen, Stephen Wilson pitched a scoreless seventh inning. Wilson and Tim Hill combined for a scoreless top of the eighth inning. In the bottom half, the Padres still trailed 2-1. to Rugnet Odor lined a ball into right center for a base hit. He was hurt rounding first base and appeared to injure his leg he somehow still limped to second base it was a single and an error Hassan Kim then pinch ran 4-0 door Trent Grisham would walk so that put runners on first and second with nobody out but then the top of the order Xander Bogarts grounded into a 5-4-3 double play that sent Kim to third base Fernando Tatis Jr. struck out and that was the inning Padres did not score a scoreless ninth inning from Tim Hill. We went bottom nine. The Padres still trailing two to one. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, and Jake Cronenworth struck out all against Mark Leiter Jr. to end the game as the Padres fell by the final score of two to one. So the Padres had some really good scoring opportunities in this game, could not find a way. To cash in and the Padres again get that one run on the Xander Bogarts RBI infield single not enough here tonight as they fall by a final of 2-1 to again the final totals in this game for the Cubs two runs four hits one error for San Diego one run four hits and no errors with runners in scoring position here tonight the Padres were one for five they did not have a ton of opportunities in this game and really look at it the fielder's choice that scored a run off the bat of and half the home run for Dansby Swanson, that proved to be enough. And the Padres faced a starting pitcher here today in Jamison Tyon, who I don't think it's hyperbole to say. I mean, he was among, by the numbers as far as ERA, the highest ERAs in the major leagues among starting pitchers that qualified. He came in with an 8-plus ERA. And get this, the Cubs had not won a single one of of a, of a Jamison Tyon's starts before this one here tonight so the first win with Jamison Tyone on the mound for the Chicago Cubs it comes in this game here tonight as the Cubs win it by a final score of two to one let's go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park here from Padres manager Bob Melvin
1: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource.
3: Bob, for all the strides the offense seemed to make on the road trip, what did you make of kind of the way things went offensively tonight? Yeah, it didn't get off to a great start. What did we get, four hits? So... You know, we come in with a lot of momentum. We felt like offensively we were starting to hit our stride. Didn't happen today. So it's, you know, continues to be a little bit frustrating. Everybody is. But we just got to keep working. Waka didn't look like he had necessarily his best command, but for him to kind of do what he
1: did, what did you make of his outing?
3: Yeah, I mean, he threw over 100 pitches in four and two-thirds. Walked five guys, which is a little bit out of character for him. Did strike out quite a few. uh, Eight. But at the end of the day gives up two bullpen comes in and does a great job which is offense was was the problem today. What are the specifics on odor so left groin strain he felt like it was going to pop that 's why he slowed down it doesn 't feel like it 's severe Uh what i 'm told afterwards these things te- te- you know typically do take a little bit of time, but it was it 's not like he felt a pop so not sure what the timetable is going to be. How tough is that given just how important he's been for what you guys have done? Yeah, again tonight, you know, Knox in I mean, he goes two for three scores a run, another double, consistent at bats. You know, and today with, with a full complement down in the bottom of the order, gives us length in the lineup. He's been great for us. So if we lose him for a significant period of time, it's going to hurt.
1: Another opposing starter who came in and he'd really yeah. been struggling. Did you guys see something different tonight from him?
3: Uh, did the same compliment of pitches. Yeah, we just didn't we just didn't have a good offensive night.
1: What did you think of Manny? Been a long
3: way off. Well, I mean, look, he, he hits one ball hard. He had some pretty good swings. Um, you know, you're off for a little while. But, look, it was, it was our entire lineup. So, you know, we had some key guys up there at key times. We just didn't get it through. Um So yeah, I mean it's going to take a little time for him to feel great at the plate, but I thought some of his swings were really good and they were aggressive.
1: I know you guys have struggled wherever you've been, but do you have any theories on particular struggles at home?
3: Yeah, that's that's the hard, really the hard part because you know there's so much enthusiasm in this place every inning, you know, and and it's it's hard on everybody not to play well at home. It seems like we swing the bat a lot better on the road. And we play better on the road. You know, if we're going to get where we want to go, we're going to have to start playing better at home, reward our fans for coming out.
0: You said you saw some better approaches on the road recently here. You guys have been doing stuff in back practice to try to address some of those approach issues. Did you, what did you see aside, sitting aside from?
3: You know results? what? At the, look, at the end of the day, it's about what we do in the game. So we have to perform during the game, and we have. All our guys have. It's been a significant period that we have not. Um, so... We keep working on it and and expect good results. We just haven't got them consistently at this point.
4: Do you think
1: Azokar will be headed back?
3: What's that? You think Azokar- will You be know what, back? I don't know. We just, you know we're just digesting this right now.
0: That was Padres manager Bob Melvin after today's game from the clubhouse here at Petco Park. And the Padres, again, uh, do not put together a very good offensive showing here at home. It's been a theme this year, and what a crowd here tonight. 43,593, the 18th sellout in 26 openings here at Petco Park. And once again, they were uh, waiting for something to cheer about. Really uh, did not to do that with in this game. And bob melvin really really hit on it you know not that it was a perfect offensive road trip there were some ups and downs i mean even in the series against miami scoring the nine runs on 11 hits on tuesday and then uh, scoring just one run on two hits in the loss wednesday yesterday doing so many things right 10 runs on 11 hits a seven run inning in yesterday's game you thought you hoped that the Padres would continue that, especially into today's game against a starting pitcher in Jamison Tyone, who again came in with an 8-plus CRA on the year and a Cubs team that really has been struggling. I mean, this is not a great pitching staff, and the Padres got only one run on four hits. So I feel like we've said it over and over, not to sound like a broken record, but again it's been one step forward one step back two steps forward one step back however you want to say it and unfortunately we're still waiting on a sort of game-to-game basis against some opponents they should uh, be able to do it against we're still waiting for this Padres offense to really go night after night yesterday certainly a step forward today Felt like a step back. The Padres scored just one run on four hits. And, look, Michael Waka uh, certainly was not as sharp as we've seen him in the month of May. He just won National League Pitcher of the Month for May earlier in the day. Waka four and two-thirds innings, uh, eight strikeouts. He did a walk five. It was pretty evident just by the walks that he didn't have his best stuff in this game. But you know what? He gave up two earned runs. The bullpen did a terrific job. Tom Cosgrove, Stephen Wilson, Tim Hale combining for... Uh, combining for, uh, I guess it was, uh, four innings and a third out of the bullpen scoreless. So, look, those guys did a really good job in this game. and They kept it, a uh, two-run deficit, then a one-run deficit – but your offense has to be able to back it up, and the Padres did not do that in this game here today. We'll step aside, come back with much more on our postgame show, give out our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and much more to get to from Petco Park. Again, the final score, Cubs 2, Padres 1. Our postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. our post-game show continues here from Petco Park. Again, the final score here tonight, the Cubs 2 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us as the Cubs win this series opener against the Padres 2-1 to one for the Cubs. Two runs, four hits, one error and for the Padres, one run, four hits and no errors. Just to go through the box score today for the Padres it looked like this as far as uh, just the, the hits. Sandra Bogarts was 1 for four did have the RBI infield single in the sixth inning. We'll get more into that sixth inning in just a second, and I want to talk about the uh, eighth inning as well. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., one for four in this game. He had an infield single as well. Really could have been uh, ruled an error, even. Uh, Juan Soto, 0 for three in this game. Manny Machado, in his return to the lineup off the IL today, he was 0 for four. Jake Cronenworth, 0 for four. His average is down to 202. Uh, Gary Sanchez, 0 for three in this game. Matt Carpenter, 0 for three. Uh, Rugnet Odor, very productive. Two for three. A run scored. But like uh, you heard from Bob Melvin earlier, Odor coming out with that left groin strain on that base hit in the eighth inning. So hopefully not too serious for Rugnet Odor, like uh, Bob Melvin alluded to. Those things, especially with a groin, sometimes can take some time to recover from. Uh, but uh, sounded like the Padres, are at least hopeful, that it's not all that serious I'm sure we'll have more info on that uh tomorrow in the days to come Trent Grisham 0 for 2 in this game and uh, again Odor coming out with that left groin strain which is not great news considering Odor for you know a week or two now has been really really productive for this Padres team uh so that's uh really the box score element of it the way uh, it went offensively here tonight the two rallies the Padres had in this game We're truly in the sixth inning and the eighth inning. The rally in the sixth inning, leadoff double from Odor. Grisham gets him to third base on a ground out to first. Xander Bogarts then hits that infield single, and he just tucked it inside the third base bag, and uh, that made it a two-to-one game. Fernando Tatis Jr. then popped out. Juan Soto walked, and Manny Machado with runners on first and second, and... Uh, two outs, hit into a fielder's choice to end the inning. The other rally in this game where the Padres really needed to get something across was in the eighth inning, Odor hits the single, uh, hurts himself, rounding first base with the groin strain, and then uh, ends up going to second base on an error by Talkman in center. Trent Grisham walks. So the Padres had runners on first and second with nobody out, the very top of the lineup coming up. Xander Bogarts. Hits into a 5-4-3 double play. Fernando Tatis Jr. strikes out. And then in the ninth inning, I mean... Padres are down by one. The game is not out of reach, but Soto Machado and Cronenworth all strike out against Mark Leiter Jr., who picks up his third save of the year, and that was the ball game. So when the Padres had opportunities in this game, they really could not find ways to cash in, and uh, we know that's been a similar story many nights this season. And so we'll see if the Padres uh, can bounce back tomorrow offensively. I guess uh, the silver lining is that as of late, or at least on the road trip, when the Padres tended to have a, a quiet offensive day, that was often followed with a big offensive day. But the consistency night tonight against pitchers and teams the Padres should be able to hit, uh, that continues to be a little bit elusive through now the first uh, third-plus of this 2023 season. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game.
1: Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from trinker and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware our East pitcher of the game here
0: today. We'll go with Jamison Tyone, who was really good despite the overall numbers coming in. Tyone, five and two-thirds innings, one earned run given up, three hits. He walked nobody, struck out three 75 pitches, 56 for strikes. He was really good in this game and pitched well enough to win. He does pick up his very first win of the year. And like we said, in the pregame and earlier in the postgame, The Cubs had not won a game that Jamison Tyone started in this season in eight games. And in the ninth game here today against the Padres, they finally do get a win with Tyone on the mound. So Jamison Tyone, our ace pitcher of the game. All right, let's uh, take a wider look at the major leagues. Update you on who went deep today around the majors.
1: Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally. Presented by Mr. Moto Pizza. Bringing back the old New York Pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original Stuff Knots. With eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite at Mr. MrMotoPizza.com.
0: We take a look at the Home Run Tally. Who's gone deep today in the major leagues? We'll, we will have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later on the post game show for Atlanta Eddie Rosario his seventh home run of the year for Cincinnati Jonathan India his sixth home run of the season for Colorado Ryan McMahon his ninth home run for Houston Jordan Alvarez his 15th home run Corey Jolks at his fourth home run of the season for Kansas City Edward Olivares his fifth home run for the Dodgers JD Martinez Mookie Betts and Max Muncie all went deep for Martinez his 13th Betts his 14th Muncie his 18th home run for Milwaukee, Joey Weimer, his sixth home run for the Yankees. Josh Donaldson and John Carlos Stanton went deep, their second and fifth home runs, respectively. For the Phillies, Nick Castellanos hit his seventh home run. Key Brian Hayes hit his third. For St. Louis, Nolan Arenado hit his tenth home run. Brendan Donovan hit his sixth. For the Blue Jays, George Springer hit his eighth home run. Dalton Varsho is ninth. And for Washington, Luis Garcia hit his fifth of the season. And that's look, the home run tally on this Friday. Well, step aside here on our post game show on the Padres Radio Network. Come back with more. Uh, I want to tell you about really another good pitching performance by the Padres bullpen here tonight, and hear a little bit from one of those guys uh, because we did have audio during the pregame show from uh, one of the guys that pitched really well out of the bullpen here tonight. And uh, keep breaking this one down again. The final score: the Cubs two and the Padres one. Our post game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
4: post-game show
0: good news here on the Padres Radio Network again the final score here tonight the Cubs 2 and the Padres 1 Sam it with you inside our loft setup here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park again the final totals for the Cubs 2 runs 4 hits 1 error and for the Padres they get just 1 run on 4 hits and no errors Jameson Tyone going 4 and 2 thirds or I should say 5 and 2 thirds innings 1 earned run given up in his start Michael Waka 4 and 2 thirds innings and 2 earned runs allowed not nearly as sharp as what we saw in the month of may when he uh, uh, won national league pitcher of the month in may we found that out earlier today but not a super sharp outing for Walker here today as he uh, allows two earned runs in four and two-thirds innings walks five struck out eight through 102 pitches in those four and two-thirds innings sam levitt with you on our post game show as the padres drop this series opener to the cubs let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game
1: which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Well, this is
0: sort of tough here tonight because I, if the Padres would have won this game, I would have loved to have give given relief pitcher of the game to one of the guys out of the Padres' bullpen. We'll talk about them in a second, but for relief pitcher of the game here today, I'm going to go with Mark Leiter Jr., the closer for the Cubs, or at least tonight the closer for the Cubs. He had to face Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, In a one-run game in the ninth inning and struck out the side. I mean, that's not easy to do in a one-run game where a bloop and a blast could win it. A home run could tie the game and uh, struck out the side. So that was very impressive by Mark Leiter Jr. And for that reason, he's our relief pitcher of the game overall here tonight. But... The Padres did have very good pitching performances in this game. Tom Cosgrove inning and a third scoreless out of the bullpen. Steven Wilson inning and two-thirds scoreless. Tim Hill inning and a third scoreless out of the bullpen. I mean, they were great, and they kept it a two-run deficit, a one-run deficit, but uh, the Padres' offense could not find a way to tie it or take the lead. So, uh Unfortunately, uh, the the effort by the bullpen tonight here uh, wasted a bit uh, by uh, the offense not being able to back him up. Uh, Tom Cosgrove, we talked about him quite a bit in the pregame show because Juan Soto was asked about him, Bob Melvin was asked about him, and we heard from Tom Cosgrove in the pregame show. He continues to be absolutely terrific for the Padres uh, out of that bullpen and really getting to the point now where you have to take notice of what Tom Cosgrove is doing he has 11 appearances so far in the major leagues now in those 11 appearances he's yet to allow an earned run well yet to allow a run period he's only given up four hits he struck out 11 walked only one I mean he has been dynamite out of the Padres' bullpen. I've really enjoyed getting to know Tom. We had a great one-on-one interview with him a couple of weeks ago in L.A., and uh, Tom Cosgrove also spoke with the media earlier today. I wanted uh, to give you a chance to hear this again from Tom Cosgrove from earlier today.
2: That I, I knew I could pitch here for a while. Uh, I knew my stuff would play. Um, I think now it's just like kind of scratching what I've done and just focusing on the next one and making sure I don't get comfortable or anything like that
3: through your repertoire. where do you go to? And when uh, you have to throw one pitch to get one out, what are you going to? My slider. Yeah. How long have you thrown that? Where, when, do, when did you learn it? And uh, when did you have the full trust in it?
2: Um, I started throwing it in the beginning of the season last year. Uh, I was mostly over-the-top curveball guy. Uh, I could always spin it well. So I kind of dropped my arm angle down, and I kind of just turned it into a slider. Um, yeah, I got pretty comfortable with it quickly. Uh, it took like two or three weeks, but... I, was always, I always spun it pretty well, so it was, it was kind of an easy transition. But I've only been throwing it for like a little more than a year.
3: you ever tried it before then? No. It's amazing how many guys we talk to who they pick up a pitch late and they're sometime in the middle of their career and all yeah. of a sudden it, just, it changes everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was like pretty good. I was good in AA, but it was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to play in the big leagues kind of thing. So we made some adjustments and everything kind of clicked. and. It's been it's been good ever since.
3: Who gave the idea to go to the
2: slider? Um, our pitching director, Rob Marcello. Um, there was a lot of other guys who had their hand in it. I'm sure. Um, Pete Zamora was my pitching coach when I was transitioning. He helped me a lot. But um, two guys like I got trusted personally, so it was easy for me to buy in and like listen to them.
4: You got ten appearances, giving up a run, and just your journey up to this point. Like, has it hit you yet that you've been doing all this great work and now it's just coming to
1: fruition? Talk to me about it.
2: Um it has sometimes it does uh i mean everything's different like travel's different clubhouse is different food's different hotels are different but like it's the same thing to me i'm trying not to think too much about it right now uh because, I mean, I have to perform and I have to be ready to go out there every night. So, Ronald right And I read on an article
4: on um, the UT that they talked about your family and how they've always had your back. And just talk to me about, like, when you're on the mound, there what you talk to me
2: about? Oh, 100%. Um, they watch all the time. My dad's in, on the East Coast. We're playing. It's, like, midnight for him. He's up. And it's Probably hard for him to stay up, but he's up all the time. He's always texting me. Um, I mean, and like I said, even when it, like, wasn't going well and it was going really poorly, like, they were still there so it's super super nice that they get to like watch it come to fruition like you said yeah it means a lot
3: get them in the stadium in uh, yankee
2: stadium there yeah yeah they were they were in the bronx uh i was able to see them so that was great we went out to eat and stuff it's really nice
0: That was Tom Cosgrove from inside the clubhouse earlier today. Like I said, Cosgrove has been really terrific for the Padres as of late, really since coming up to the big leagues. I mean, terrific, and might not be uh, giving it all its uh, just due because he's had 11 appearances so far, yet to allow a run in his major league career. So I wanted to uh, play that again for you. We played it on the pregame show. Tom Cosgrove talking with the media Earlier today. Again, the final score Cubs 2, Padres 1 in this series opener of this four game set here at Petco Park. Let's tell you about our player of the game.
1: Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today.
0: Our player of the game in this ball game here tonight, no doubt. Dansby Swanson had three hits in this game. Uh, Only player to have that many hits. Only player aside from uh, Rugnet Odor to have uh, two hits or more. Rugnet had two, and Swanson had. Uh, three in this game. One of those, the home run in the fifth inning, ended up being the decisive blast in this game. Made it a 2-0 Cubs lead. Padres would only get one run, and the Cubs go on to win it by a final score of 2-1. to one. So Dansby Swanson, our player of the game for the Cubs here tonight. If you really want to know the uh, amazing thing about the box score here today, Nico Horner had one hit. Dansby Swanson had three. Nobody else had a base hit in this game for the Cubs. Everybody else was Ofer. Hap Suzuki, Talkman, morell Mancini, Wisdom, Gomes, ofer, Horner one for three, Swanson three for four. The one and two spots in the lineup. So, uh, look uh, again. Was Michael Waka super sharp in this game? No. Uh, was uh, you know the bullpen really good in this game? Yes. But at the end of the uh, end of the day, the Padres. Ended up giving up two runs on four hits. But the offense, again, one run on four hits. Simply not enough here tonight. We'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. I do want to uh, get to some of your phone calls right now. So let's go to the phones. We begin tonight with Jay, who's calling in from El Cajon. Hey, Hi, Jay, how are you? Yeah, like,
4: like just, just money, bro. And-
0: hey, Jay? Yes, sir. You there?
4: Yes, sir. Sammy live what's going on, buddy? What's up? Oh, that's a tough one again. 2-1 losses are hard, man. We have got to produce offense. You've got Bogart, Tatis, Machado, Soto leading off. We've got to score runs. Uh, Hats off to the Cubs pitching today. However, I think that we just hit it to them. Um, You know, Padres pitching again looked great. Gave up two earned runs. Like you said, the difference was Desby. Damn Swanson, man. That kid. He's good. Killed us. But um, ultimately, we, we have to produce as an offensive team here to win games, and that's where I'm at. Again, I'm not panicking. We always say this every time we talk, but we have to produce runs, and that's where I'm at. My Cubs fan Cal here I brought to the game tonight. He's going to have a thing to say. No, he's not. <laughs> he's going to take the win in silence. Sammy, left. thanks for the time, bud. We'll see you next game. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, thanks so much. Uh, You know, look, there was some truth to the Padres hitting the ball hard in this game. Uh, Manny Machado, you know, there was a – I tweeted about this. There was a span of three batters against Tyone where Manny Machado – uh, hit a line drive for the final out of the fourth inning. That was an expected batting average of 590. Jake Cronenworth uh, to lead off the fifth inning, uh, a line drive to left center. That was an expected batting average of 560. Gary Sanchez lines out to left, an expected batting average of 900. Those were three straight batters. And um, the, uh, uh, the point being is, look, there was some truth to that here tonight of the Padres hitting the ball hard in some cases, but and and not, you know, getting some bad luck is my point. But but against Tyone and this Cubs Bullpen, this offense has to be able to produce more than just a run on four hits. I mean that's the bottom line. And look, I've praised the offense when they've done good things like they did yesterday, like they did on Tuesday, like they did in Washington, like they did on the Friday night in New York. But um, it, it just has not been there on a, a consistent basis. And look, even after those hard-hit balls that I just rattled off in a row, I mean, the Padres had an opportunity with the with the middle of their order. Uh, Tatis and, and Soto and Machado in the sixth inning to do some more damage could not do it. In um, the eighth inning with two on, Nobody out. you got the very top of your order up. Xander Bogarts and Fernando Tatis Jr., they don't uh, drive in any runs. Bogarts grounds into the double play to T strikes out. I mean, look, it's no secret as those guys go and set the tone, this team will go. And I don't think any coincidence that, you know, aside from the Bogarts, infield RBI single, it was a very, very, very quiet night for this offense, and they lost the game. I mean, we know. the 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 Padres will likely go as far as the the superstars on this team take them and uh we'll see what happens moving forward but uh certainly frustrating offensively here tonight let's go to Lee who's calling in from San Diego hi Lee
4: hey what's going on bro
0: hey I'm doing well
4: Lee how are you this is so sad what's going on with this team yeah, it's mean, it's. I, I, it's, uh, I can't. Yeah, go I'm ahead. trying to come up with a explanation of what's going on, but it, there's no exp, explanation, and uh, this, this lineup. I mean, uh, Manny Machado came back in the lineup, and uh, we scored one run at home. And that's the problem with this team. They they, they don't
1: produce
4: at home, and uh, I think I talked to you you the other day about this. And uh, it's just it's sad with with this pitching lineup and, and this batting lineup. I'll take your your, your call up up there.
0: Yeah, Lee, uh, appreciate the call. Thank you so much for uh, calling in. Um, You know, look, I don't have the the great answer. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I was talking about this a month ago. Um, I I don't know. I I really don't. Um, It's hard to to figure it out, to understand um, why it's been so inconsistent and you look at what they did on the road trip i mean certainly look on the road trip did they have some games where they should have done more offensively yeah i mean the the wednesday in miami comes to mind the sunday in new york um but they also showed a lot of really good signs and you know you know on one hand if this team was sitting at you know, I don't know, 36-20 uh, instead of 26-30. I don't know even know if the math makes sense. But my point being, if they had a, a winning record and things were going a little bit better on the whole, you know, I don't think you'd look at this game and feel so much worry because you'd probably look at it as, all right, they're coming off a road trip, had to fly across the country late yesterday, and you come home, you lose a game to the Cubs who have not played well at all as of late. But, you know, with the whole, they, they've dug themselves every game, where this offense struggles right now, is going to be magnified. You know, unfortunately, uh, it is. And I understand why, you know, if you're frustrated out there, if you're feeling uh, sad out there, and and look, I I wish I had the answer as to why it's been so inconsistent. Uh, And even a night like tonight where, look, they're facing Jamison Tyone, who has not had a good year at all. And he goes five and two thirds innings, one earned run given up. The Padres really, until that you know sixth inning, didn't have anything going against them. You know they had opportunities later in the game against the Cubs bullpen, could not cash in, find a way to score. So um, you know it's 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 confusing, it's confounding, it's a little mystifying. I, I whatever uh, you know adjective you want to use, I don't know. And it's just been inconsistent, and it's just not clicked night tonight. it's clicked on certain days it just hasn't clicked night tonight. and this team is not clicked all at once for an extended period now they have time to do that it's game 57 here today i know it's not early i'm not saying it's early we're in june but you hope you hope that at some point the switch flips and we see what we've been waiting for but to this point night by night it just has not happened so uh we'll see uh hopefully uh you know in the days to come they can uh start marching uh you know in the right direction kind of consistently and uh just to this point it has not happened i i wish i had the answer i i really don't um just has not happened to this point even with the names in this lineup and the talent that this team has so Uh, I guess one could hope that's going to happen here at some point soon. We'll step aside. We'll come back with the full out-of-town scoreboard, wrap this one up. The Cubs 2, the Padres 1 from inside Petco Park. Our postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final square here tonight, the Cubs 2 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at Petco Park as the Padres drop this series opener to the Cubs. Let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard, tell you what's been going on around the major leagues.
1: Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
0: We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard on this Friday evening. Has everything gone final here today? Yes, it has. So, the out-of-town scoreboard looks like this. The Brewers beat the Reds 5-4 to in Cincinnati in 11. Marlins beat the A's 4-0 in Miami earlier today. The Nationals beat the Phillies 8-7 in Washington, D.C. Pirates beat the Cardinals 7-5 in Pittsburgh. Blue Jays beat the Mets 3-0 in New York. Rangers beat the Mariners 2-0 in Texas. Astros beat the Angels 6-2 in Houston. Twins beat the Guardians 1-0 in Minnesota. Rockies beat the Royals 7-2 in Kansas City. White Sox beat the Tigers 3-0 in Chicago. Diamondbacks beat the Braves 3-2 in Arizona. And it was uh, the Dodgers over the Yankees, eight to four, in L.A. Orioles over the Giants, three to two, in San Francisco. And the Rays and the Red Sox were postponed earlier today. They'll make that up as, uh, or I should say, they'll make that up on Monday. So that's uh, a look at the out of town scoreboard on this Friday night in the Major Leagues. Taking a look at tomorrow's game for the Padres. It'll be Game Two. Of this four game series. First pitch tomorrow, a little bit later than originally scheduled, 7 10 p.m. So 7 10 p.m. First pitch tomorrow here at Petco Park. Our EcoWater SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 6 10. On the mound for the Cubs, left hander Drew Smiley. And on the mound for San Diego, right hander Hugh Darvish. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 6 or I should say at 7 10 p.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 6 10. Taking a look the final totals in this game here today. For the Cubs, two runs, four hits, one error. They left on six. For the Padres, one run, four hits, no errors. They left on four. Winning pitcher, Jamison Tyone, who improves to one and three. Michael Waka takes the defeat. He drops to five and two. Mark Leiter, Jr. picks up his third save of the year. The attendance here tonight at Petco Park, 43,593. And the time of game, two hours and 44 minutes. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 7-10. Pre-game coverage begins at 6-10. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci. I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score here tonight, the Chicago Cubs 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Padres Radio Network.